I'm your host, Matt Donald Duck Givenisi, and joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. Hey, man. How's business? Sup? You, Sup? you enter with such high energy. Yeah. I just want to, like, I don't know, run around and high-five people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're um, coming out in the Maury show. That's right. <laughs> Not mine! You just start um, doing a dance? So, uh... I'm good. Well, how's business? Good. I, I don't mean, care how good you are. <laughs> I, we sent out a thing for a senior editor and have gotten an awesome response. Uh-huh. Uh, like awesome people have submitted. I'm really excited. Good. To, and it's like for this top secret project that we're working on. Oh, it's not even for Listen Money Matters. No, no. I mean, it is for Listen Money Matters. It's for a, I guess, a piece of listen my resume we're building out ah and it's it's kind of like um yeah i mean everything's a top secret project with you well i, I guess that's another episode right yeah <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> why is everything andrew does top secret no well, i think we're gonna talk about it i think yeah. we're gonna talk about it on this all right let's do it though yeah we will all right fun um i moved everything to convert kit that's my. That's what's going on with me. That's what I did. <laughs> did it? Did it hurt? No, nah, I did it in one day. I mean, I did the swimming diversity last month, and then this month, I did my other two. I did brew cabin and money lab, and did those two in one day because there wasn't that many people, and uh, didn't have any didn't have any funnels set up. So, yeah, it's all in one place. I just need it all in one place. It was like driving me nuts that I was like using Mailchimp and ConvertKit at the same time. And it's like you know. Are you using one ConvertKit account with like segments? No, I'm or? using three different ConvertKit accounts, mm. one for each one, and that Sounds they're like on. Yeah, I mean it's more expensive, but um, you know, I get to do, I get to play around with like some interesting things, and you know, try to utilize it a bit better. But Brew Cabin doesn't make any money right now through email, but that's part of the plan is to like. The reason I'm like, let's pay for this thing and then let's set some shit up. Basically, mm. make some products, sell some stuff. So, well, I would have, I would have said like, you know, let the, you know, convert could pay for itself. Yeah, through building it out, but it's it's already paid for itself. Yeah, hopefully through its through its affiliate program. Yeah, we do have do an affiliate <laughs> program, so you can go to Money Lab, click any any convert kit link. Uh, that I used uh, Lasso on, actually. Mm, you did. I have, I have Lasso on Money Lab right now. Yeah, I, I was just, I was just thinking because you, you, uh, you were able to catch a whale with your affiliate link. To I did. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. I has I nothing. I've gotten paid nothing yet, but uh, if it goes through, we're going to be good. So yeah. it'll help pay for things. Yeah, and that was my friend, my my friend Zach, who's been on the show before. He told me he's like, dude. I mean, if you move over to ConvertKit, you know. Um, they have a great affiliate program and you could essentially, you know, get it paid for at least. And I was like, oh yeah, I didn't even actually didn't even think of that. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not super worried about the price. It's more like just having everything in one spot. Um, instead of having like half at MailChimp, half at ConvertKit, but that was like, it's technically what I've done. And, and 
Uh, I am in the process of making an affiliate marketing course, which is exactly what we're talking about today. Mm. Uh, and we're debating the pros and cons of how you and I run our affiliate sites. But Ooh. before we get started, this episode is brought to you by Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members-only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning-fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math. And Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. All right. We're diving into the strengths and weaknesses of our own affiliate sites. I have no idea where we're going and I'm kind of excited. Okay. Lead well, me. Well, all right. So you and I have very different affiliate business models mm -hmm. from how we pick the type of niche that we go after and the types of products, you know, to the types of products that we promote, right? Right. We, we promote something different. And how are each of these models different and what are the opportunities and challenges of each one? So um, first off, what are the affiliate models of our different affiliate sites? So do you want to start with, with LMM? When you say model, you're saying like how I make money essentially. Yeah. Like where does it, where does the affiliate income come from? Okay. Let me, you want me to start with mine so that we have a sense? Yeah. Of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sure. All right. So with swim university, a hundred percent, uh, Amazon mm. selling physical products, you know, cause it's an e-commerce site and 80% of my revenue comes from affiliate marketing on swim university. I am trying to, you know, push my digital products more so that they kind of overtake or not overtake, but basically make up more than just 20% of my overall revenue streams. But uh, that's essentially where that comes from. With Brew Cabin, uh, I have multiple affiliate programs. I have three right now. Uh, again, all e-commerce stuff, like all physical products, right? Mm -hmm. So I have Amazon, which is the majority of it. I use an e-commerce site called morebeer.com. They have their own affiliate program. And then I got hooked up with like an individual small seller of a singular product that had his own affiliate program that I'm signed up for selling one very specific product. But it's basically like a tiny, tiny little e-commerce store. Mm. So, and I, and I plan there's more. There's like magazines that I could sell affiliate stuff through. There's, there's different things for Brew Cabin. But for some University, it's really just Amazon. Okay. Um, so those are the two there. So... 2.6% of my income comes from uh, Simple Wealth, which is a SaaS product we have. Uh huh. Yeah. And that is the only income that we have that is not affiliate based. Wow. On, on Listen Money Matters? On everything that we own. Oh, really? 
Yes. That's like the only product you sell. Yes. Like product that you've made that you sell. And and it essentially counts accounts for like a rounding error right. <laughs> of the yeah. income. Okay. All right. Um then a, about 20% of the income comes from Amazon. And this is mm. through uh, one website, which has now become two websites and hopefully a constellation of other websites. Yeah. Doing maybe not all that different than what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and then the the 80% or it's actually, I don't know, 77 point something percent sure. of yeah. the income comes from uh, pushing specific products often with uh, uh, specifically negotiated terms. Yes. And I mean, like, literally this morning before we jumped on, I emailed through a long chain uh, one of our affiliates pushing for a raise. Yeah. This is something that I do quite often, but um, we have a lot of direct relationships. So. Right. So you, so, and I have this too with, with Money Lab. So Money Lab's the only one of my sites that's different. It's similar to Listen Money Matters where I have individual affiliate programs with very specific like SaaS companies, if you will, mm-hmm. or not, or they're not all SaaS companies, but they offer a very specific, like you offer one product, like right? Money so, Lab's relationship with ConvertKit is a direct relationship that you yes. can literally email Nathan and work on your payout with if you do so well. Yes. And, uh, you know, I pitch Fizzle, which is, um, you Same. know, yeah. So like we, ha- that's an individual relationship. Um, I mean, they have their own affiliate program, not a harder relationship to, to get. It's mm. just, you know, I, you know, I do, I could go at, I could c- go to them and ask for, you know, I can negotiate my commission rates. And so, but then I also have some affiliate stuff for, with, uh, Amazon. Like, uh, you know, I recommend books here and there that I've done in, in some posts. And so those are just, you know, Amazon books, but for the most part, yeah, it's like, like, um, this website or sorry, this podcast used to be hosted on transistor.fm. I still have an account with them because I'm you know, kind of tinkering with this idea of another podcast. I know there's too many at this point, but like not probably nothing, not business related, maybe business related. I don't know, but I still have an account there and I highly recommend it. Like I actually loved that service. It's just that you offered me, you know, to come on to megaphone for free. So it was like, all right, well, I couldn't pass that up. It wasn't Uh, wasn't for free. It's for all of your best hours and your life force. That's true. That's true. So, I mean, yes, but Basically, um, I still that, that's a, that's a relationship that I have, and Justin's been on the show before, and so actually the last episode, and so uh, yeah, an individual relationship. So selling a and that's a that's a SaaS product, yeah, hmm. SaaS. So selling and and it's basically what you do too. Like you had, there's some of the products that you pitch on LMM are SaaS products um, for the most part, or like online specific products. Yeah, yeah, and that's a seventy something percent that's a pretty big chunk of your income yeah. from these individual things so like i think those are different what do you think the pros and cons are of just you know like let's just take mine for example like because well you have these too like mm. a, a website that just does amazon so um the the plus side is most people that are shopping online have an Amazon account. Uh-huh. Um, it's likely that they will have Prime. And so it is easy to kind of get into that, to, to get a purchase and a conversion through that. 
mm-hmm. the way that uh, cookies are dropped is if they are buying shock from some university and a free range oven yeah. and a TV and you know a pet free thing. range oven. Yeah, I don't know. Is that All that's right. where you cook chicken in, right? Yeah, it's a free range oven <laughs> instead Only of those organic. like. Fenced-in ovens yeah, with small right. cages. Ooh. Not anymore, buddy. No, we're totally organic with our free-age ovens. <laughs> That's right. Um, like, you, you stand to earn more than even what you refer. Yeah. The downside is that there is honestly no real competitor to Amazon. So mm. a loss of that program completely or pay rate may not be remotely comparable to our place. Yeah, I mean, the biggest con is what they did two years ago when they changed everybody's fee structure, mm. you know, where everybody was getting paid on a variable rate, meaning like if the more that you sold per month on your one account, the higher your rate went. So I was making 8% on all across all of my websites on any product because I was doing so much volume for them. Two years ago, they decided to break that up per category. So some categories got 8%, which mm. is great. And some categories got like 2, 3, 4%. Uh, one of those being coffee, which is what, you know, part of the reason that's, you know, Roasty kind of took a dive uh, in February, but not, not a huge dive, just a loss of about half. I don't think they're going to get rid of it completely ever because the, the, you mean the, the program, right? Because no, absolutely another not. competitor that would be the biggest like opportunity ever to step Walmart. in and replace that. Yeah. I mean, that's no, they're not going to, but they have made it a lot stricter getting, first of all, getting harder an account to get with in. them. It's harder to get an account with them. You have to kind of like do volume already and then sign up for the account. Um, yeah, they've made it difficult because obviously like they have the sec, they got to deal with. Right. Mm. So it's like, they don't want you, you know, so it is. It's tough. I mean, I'm I'm glad that we got in early. But the thing and, is, and I would. It is what it is, though, right? Like, yeah. so whatever the payout is, and like, it's not like, look, Amazon, I'm sending you all these sales a year. Can you just <laughs> right. like give me like I don't know a Christmas bonus? Or, yeah, they're not. There's like that. not even a way to even approach that. Let alone, it will never happen. Yeah, but I, what I love about it is the API because I've been using their API for four or five years now. True, and I've been able to. That's the only affiliate program where you could really just tap into that and easily add products to your website, which is what I did with Ernest. And before that, that little rinky-dink plugin that I, you had me build all those years ago that ended up turning into Ernest, which has now ended up turning into Lasso. So that's the that's the plus side. The, the I think the downside is the ability to... Uh, negotiate? Do, well, negotiate through like doing better with them yeah like but that's the way it used to be it used to be based on like the better you did the more they would give you right and i mean like more sales obviously whatever but like often i go and i i provide ideas on how they might improve their landing page or sure. messaging and we try and do like campaigns quote unquote like, right and all ways to like provide value to like give me leverage to say like you should give me more money yeah which is I, I send that email a lot. What about, like, I mean, let's talk about multiple affiliate programs. Mm. Like, you, that you're the king of multiple affiliate programs. I, like, at Brew Cabin, I have three, mm. right? It's not, you know, and the good part is 
with Amazon, yeah, you really can't negotiate with them. You don't really have a relationship with mm-hmm. Amazon, right? You have the same relationship kind of everybody else does. It's turned on or it's not. It's yeah, exactly. And you get paid what you get paid. Mm. Um, but their but their system is robust, you know, like it's a good affiliate platform. Um, and but you're only you're selling physical goods. Now I have an affiliate program with this more beer company and they are probably a little bit more approachable. I have not approached them yet to be like, Hey, I'm an affiliate and I've been sending you stuff like, you know, what can we, let's work on something. I remember I, before I moved to Amazon, I used to uh, have an affiliate with pool supply world and I got flown out there. I met the whole team. Like we negotiated. They actually sent me like a lot of what, what you do. A lot of the, um, Basically, the one-on-one Schmoozing. relationships, mm. yeah, and it was it was good, but you know, they, they didn't, didn't convert al- as well as yeah, they didn't convert as well. Mm. So, like, what are the benefits of having the multiple affiliate program thing versus uh, just Amazon or just one program in general? To to just kind of like bottom line, like the the earnings per click is dramatically higher, like. Mm. Uh, for example, with Wealthfront, um, we are just shy of four dollars EPC earnings per click, which wow. is crazy. And yeah, just a click. I mean, obviously, we send them a ton of clicks, and then there are yes. conversions and whatever. But yes, on average, it winds up being like three ninety ish per yeah. click, and then you know you become very good at sending them people, you know, and yeah. Uh, and you're negotiating that. So Wealthfront was not negotiated. It was more mm. as bestowed upon, you know, when mm. we are thankful that they took us back on. But like Roofstock or Betterment has been a relationship over a long period of time that we have worked towards like making robust, mm-hmm. essentially. But it's a lot more work. And then that's the con, right? It's like that it that's a huge you have con. To- like they all assume that they are the most important. And they all assume mm. that every time they want something that you are going to jump. And so, you know, they pay well and it's all whatever, but I'm constantly managing expectations um, and perhaps doing things, putting time towards things or team the team's time toward things that I don't necessarily want to do to placate them to keep everything on the up and up. How do you organize that? How do you do you have a spreadsheet of all your affiliate relationships? Um no. That's that's okay. I guess QuickBooks. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, like, to to be perfectly honest, it is so insane. Uh I have no idea what I'm gonna make until it is made. You know? Right. And but I, I mean I could do you at least dedicate have... time to doing that, but you know. I mean, do you at least have like some sort of area outside of Lasso? Mm. Where you know, you know what the affiliate's name is, their their tracking URL, what they pay, what their cookie length is, you know who your contact is. Do you have like nothing like that? So it's. Do you see that? Do you see value in that though? Yeah, actually, now that you bring it up, it makes me realize that if I slipped and hit my head, like mm. we're, we're basically screwed, or we mm. the the people who could still think because I can't sure, are right. screwed. Um. And obviously, Lasso tracks a lot of that, but yeah. I think the other end of like payouts and the details and whatever mm-hmm. is something that I guess Lasso needs to grow into because it's 
it's it's, a, it's, yeah, it's, it's mean, almost it's a, a full time job for me to keep it everyone on, like to, you know. to to have somebody be your own affiliate manager on yeah. your side of things because this is sort of I'm starting to think about this a lot with Money Lab where we do kind of run the same way where we have multiple affiliate partnerships and it's like well. Yeah, they, those affiliate links are in Lasso, so I can see them. And right now, Money Lab only has maybe like fifteen affiliate links, right? Mm. Um, obviously, trying to fix that, but you know, there's people who you know the, the ConvertKit's one Fizzle and and Transistor, and there's these 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 programs that I love and recommend constantly, and and I realize they have affiliate programs, and I sign up, and it's like, where do I keep track of all this shit? You know, and it's like, I can do it there, but I actually created a, I started to create a spreadsheet that just manages all these because like once I signed up for the brew cabin one where it's like, oh, I have more beer. Great. Amazon fine. But then I signed up for this like micro, it's like one person who has a small site selling a very specific product. And I'm like, he's like, oh, here's the cookie length. Here's the, it's 8%. I'm like, oh, okay, this is great. Mm. Now that one, that one affiliate link is in lasso but like you know there's a person there's an email address that i can contact um i can negotiate the rate i can you know decide what's better or worse and so i started creating a spreadsheet for each website of all of my affiliate relationships just to store something somewhere mm. and perhaps use it as a i even have a column for backup because like what if you know this guy that's a good one Right. It's like, what if this guy is like, ah, fuck you. We're not paying or their or their software is not working for some reason. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? I want to be able to switch it quickly to a comparable product, you know, or, you know, so I can or maybe not or maybe get rid of it or whatever. But I worry about that. And I, and I, I try to like if someone's if if a relationship's going to die, I yeah. try and keep it on life support while I build out an alternative because I often, you know, like if it was as easy as like pool shock, you know, mm. you could just, it doesn't, no one cares where they buy it from, you know, and it's not really right. uh, differentiated, but if mm -hmm. it was, you know, convert kit versus MailChimp, that is not necessarily an easy switch, you know, and in some cases right. it could be, but right. Yeah. And you, you gotta, the other thing too is like, there's a lot of relationships to manage, but you have to like the stuff too. Yeah. Which is another thing. Like, yeah, how the hell, dude, I don't understand. Like how many relationships do you think you have at LMM that if you were to put together the spreadsheet, how many lines do you think would be filled up? So I, I keep a lot of it in my head, but I could sure. tell you that there are, uh, seven relationships that I deeply care about and mm. that I will, compromise many things for and then there's you know a bunch of a ton of other ones that i that are great but if they leave it's whatever yeah but those those seven um i really really care about like i need them to work do you ever worry that what if it all goes away that is the one thing that I worry. I think about more than anything. I think it is. I, I know it is the reason why uh, I put so much time 
and money and everything into lasso it is it was yeah. like a core part of the pitch when i was trying to bring you on uh-huh um i'm constantly trying to like uh disaster protect uh, our income well how are you do you mean like affiliate stuff mm. right it's like i i don't really worry that amazon's gonna go away right mm. And I don't really rely heavily on one specific affiliate link to bring in income, but I know people do. We know people who do, who it's like, this is one, one fucking product Mm. with one big payout. And if that payout, I don't know, they just, they go out of business, they change their mind. They don't, whatever. I don't, I don't know. The the big, that's a, what's your backup plan? So, so the big, backup plan or, or the big win of the past two years since I've been full time is turning that number from like two to seven. So that like, yeah, you know, I would be devastated if betterment went away, but we would still be in a very excellent position, you know? Mm, okay. Um, and, so diversification in your case. Yeah. And then like, we're very focused in the investing space and, you know, yeah. um, a main focus for this year is is putting focus into debt and budgeting areas and just kind of like if the market tanks, my business should yeah, you want to be able to you know you should be fine. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I mean I worry about that and that's kind of why um with swimming diversity, I'm like, you know, like I'm I'm building this, you know, we, there's this course that I have about affiliate marketing and it's great. Like I make a lot of money with affiliate marketing in all these different ways. But I don't recommend somebody do a hundred percent affiliate marketing. Like I think there is, I agree. Like there is diversification within affiliate marketing, like you're doing with you have seven relationships, like seven like killer relationships. You know, mm. um, plus many. I mean, you have more than seven. You just you're just seven's like the most. Sevens are the, seven. are the ones that like will change my life if they <laughs> if they go away. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. So or it changes your income. Yeah. Yeah. So so. With with me, I'm like, well, I just have Amazon. I have one affiliate partnership. I have a backup plan in case, you know, shit. If, if Amazon's like, hey, you suck and we don't want you on our p- platform anymore. Or they decide to shut down their platform one day. Like, I do have a backup plan. It will suck because there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of links across the site. I have a program that can fix that, obviously. And it's, you know, it was earnest before Lasso. But, like, it's still... I have a backup plan, but I don't want, I'd rather the plan be there. My own, like my own, like I can actually let affiliate marketing go away. <laughs> like if it's, or I don't have to scramble mm. to fix it all. You know, I can be like, Oh, okay, well shit, there goes a big chunk of our income, which is like such a weird thing too, because no other business has this problem of like an income stream, just like vanishing in thin it's air, gone, but yeah. it's really a weird internet thing. But I think with, I guess the only other thing I can think of is, you know, maybe you rely heavily on, I don't know, somebody sending you all this internet traffic to your physical business and they go out of business and all of a sudden this, that traffic no longer exists. And so th- therefore, like your income gets cut in half, but you still have a business technically, mm-hmm. you know, so there, I guess there's there are ways that could happen. But for me because it's not just about affiliates. I mean, I could lose all my traffic and there goes that, you know? Yeah. There goes the affiliate Fall stuff. So what with Google and it's, it's done. Sure. Yeah. So what, how do we bulletproof 
affiliate marketing, our affiliate marketing efforts. Because I like what's right now, Brew Cabin is a hundred percent affiliate marketing, mm. right? I feel like I need to do courses or I need to do some sort of physical or digital product to sell, you know, because one, the margins are going to be way higher. You know, speaking of, we talked earlier in a different episode about Marcus Limonis, but like, I I think about margins all the time now. Mm. I dream about margins because all he fucking talks about is margins, margins, margins. And so I'm like, how do I increase my margins? Well, my margins are terrible. They're 8%. You know, like, you know, your margins suck. So your margins are way better than 8%. Like your business margins are, are much higher. It's just business margins. Sure. Cause a- I have low overhead. Right. Cause, but just Amazon doesn't pay a lot, you know? Right. Um, but if I was selling my own physical goods, mm. if I was an e-commerce site onto myself, like I could, I would be making way more money. Let's be real. Perhaps. As long as I can sell and package and do all the, you know, if I streamlined everything, had my own warehouse, blah, 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 you know, I could make it's much harder. essentially more. Like it is you harder. could to, to capture the most amount of swimming you money. And I don't know where, where specifically the product category is, but you could make your own robotic pool cleaner and sell sure. it or make your own chemicals and sell it. But like, that's kind of insane. You know, and like, you're adding on customer service and you're adding on shipping and, and logistics and all these other things that, right. you know, decrease those margins. Like, I get sure. like, why am I sending all these people to Betterment? Why don't I just make Betterment? And yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just going to hire 100, 500 people. And so it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And so I think, uh, yeah, like pro- like educational products is, is one area. Mm-hmm. I think, you know. And and there's like uh it's like kind of like a dual edged sword, but it's like other brands is another area, you know. What do you mean? So um Oh, you mean open up more affiliate sites. Right. That are right. not in okay. the same area. So if the market yeah. tanks and listen, my matters are not doing well, well perhaps people still want to buy things the other things. Right. That are that are other, other sites sell. Yeah. Um so yeah, swimming diversity goes down, I still have brew cabin. Right. But that, Which is not dependent on Amazon, really. The, the way that I kind of like look at it is, you know, if if we're doing really good, we can improve, you know, listen my matters or whatever site, however many percent a year, in terms of growth, and the percentage is just going to be a much larger increase with listen money matters than anything else, mm-hmm. and incremental improvements will be much larger with listen my matters, and so. It's like you don't want to be stretched too thin, which both of us probably are. You know, we're probably stretched as thin as we can go and be effective. Yeah. You know. Personally, you mean. Yeah. Like Yeah, we were gonna talk about that on a on an episode. That's a whole of like, thing unto itself. Yeah. It's like, you know, you like are are you getting in your own company's way, basically? Yes. Right? <laughs> I am. We were trying to figure out what the topic was on that one, but yeah, eventually want to cover that. But all right, well let's let's talk about that diversification of multiple websites. Mm. You and I have very different opinions on how to choose those other websites. Yes. Do you think that I am an idiot for choosing for for basically choosing something that I like versus something that is just lucrative? I, I was just going to say your your approach is, is interest based. Yes, and yours is 
income based. Mine's right? like opportunity based. Opportunity based. I mean, based, I, I sure. won't know how well we'll do until we do it, but it's listen, money matters was an interest thing. Yes. You know, which super lucrative. Right. Which I don't know if there is a more one. Maybe it's selling protein powder. Maybe that's the most sure. Lucrative. Right. Right. <laughs> Fish oil pills. Right. Um, but then after that, it was like, what could possibly be worth taking our time away from Listen Money Matters? And it has to be opportunities that are extremely high. But do you think you just didn't have an interest that like had an overlap where it's like, oh, I'm interested in X, but also X is an opportunity. But but you're you're very different. You're inch you you have like these hobbies. Like you want to craft beer and you're on your 19th iteration of yeah. this brew. And that is your hobby. My hobby yes. is is I don't know if it's like a cop out, but it's like kind of like building things mm-hmm. and business things and, and like optimizing money things. Yeah. And so like me pursuing my hobby is more of like you're not creating a website that scratches a personal itch, but creating the website is the itch and making it successful is the itch. Yeah. I just, I feel like I would have a hard time personally, even like as much as I do love building websites, like I do love the same thing that you love where it's like, okay, let's craft a brand. Let's sit down. Let's plan out the keywords. Like all of those things interest me. I think I would be so much less interested and creative. And I don't know, I've never done this before, but on a, on a brand that I have no interest in personally, Mm. you know, like let's like, for example, I'm just trying to pull some, something out of my ass here. Like um, let's just find out, like we find we go on HRS and we find out that uh, beanie babies are a huge opportunity and we could just have this huge beanie baby, uh, affiliate site mm-hmm. and it'd be like amazing and there's so much opportunity i'd be like dude i have to sit down and make a fucking beanie baby site well, i don't want to do that so sounds horrible he, sounds like a fucking nightmare here's the thing and, and i think like we're talking to like people who haven't started and if you haven't started like that it's like an untenable approach like if you if you can't imagine yourself doing a beanie baby website and you haven't you have no businesses then like don't do it because you're gonna yeah but i know people like i've I've talked to a but people. I guess the way who, the way that like, I view it, dude, and and I think that like if there's any commonality from our relationship mm-hmm. is that I think that you know that I want to pay for growth in like the most efficient, effective way yeah. possible. And so when we're building some of these things out, I have no intention in really being involved in the creation process beyond setting up system the whole thing the website the tech and perhaps business relationships and then it's like i would like it to be largely automated yeah but you still have to like i as much as my as much as swim university is automated Mm. i am still the cto because i still have to do all the technical shit I'm still the one setting up technical stuff though. I do too but when it can get to a point right Mm -hmm. where you have 10 websites and you're like Fuck, they all need the same plugin updated. <laughs> it's just kind of a dumb thing to have to do. Well, okay, but th- so that's that's an easy problem. But but the all problem right. being that like you make an improvement, like we have built our own lazy loading thing into our themes. Yeah, and then what it's, we've done. it's like supporting it and rolling it out and, and yeah. various improvements, and you wind up or I wind up spending a lot of time 
trying to figure out how to build things that are scalable where I don't have to maintain 10 code bases, where I can maintain sure. one, you know? And so it forces us, we, we're not building as fast as we can. Like we have a brand that we just started that is like kind of sitting there because it's waiting yeah. on me to figure out how to make it easier. But yeah. if when if and when I finish that, you know, it, it'll be completely untethered for me. Yeah. But, but no, it never will be because you were going to be the CTO. But like if the code and, that I update for that site is also the same for the other ones. The rest of them, yeah. Um okay. I I yeah, I just find myself I, I find that I tend to You're more creative than me. I'm I'm much more technical. Like I that's want fair. to solve the technical problems. I don't want to make yeah. a video to save my life. You're like the polar yeah. opposite. Right, which is which is why like a lot of the ideas that you give me, I'm like, yeah, great. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, I want to sit here and just honestly, like if, if my existence was just like being creative and like figuring out how to make something that's like funny or fun, or even this podcast is creative. Like it's, it's, I would, that's great. It's a great existence, you know, like having to, uh, you know, build a, an affiliate site about beanie babies sounds horrible. However, however, um, if we were, and I, cause dude, there's, there's a, there's a point and there's a point in our lives very, and I, I'm assuming a very near point where we maybe have the free time, maybe Lasso was out and we're like, and, and, you know, we've solved a lot of system things, right? Cause mm -hmm. there's, you know, there's still system things that need to be done when Lasso comes out, but like, we're not far from it. If we were going to buy and flip an, a website next week. That is that is like my next thing. Go on, tell me. How would you how would you go about like finding that website? Like what would be the criteria to yes, let's fucking buy this. We can fix this, we can make this better, we can make profit on it. We can either buy and flip, meaning buy, flip and sell, mm. or we could just buy it, keep it and just collect you know, whatever it collects from it. Like, what would that have to be? Would it, would it be an affiliate site? So I, I don't know that there is like a buy and flip scenario that I would be super excited about because I don't right. believe that any sale is really good for anyone. Like the, like the best sale is kind of a shitty deal for everybody. So you're saying you don't want, you don't give a fuck about the lump sum. Right. I, I, I would want to, have processes in place, buy and hold forever, and essentially set it up such that like people are executing on a plan. We know what to do. Perhaps the yeah. first 30 days would involve us deeply. And mm -hmm. then we just yeah. let it go with our people and check in. Yeah. What is what do you think that like what would it like what in your scenario, like what site do you think that that is? I don't know if that's even a good question, but I think that um, a I would love to buy a terribly executed website that earns all of its income off of display ads, but gains meaningful traffic from Google. And mm. so I don't know. Maybe they own they earn two, three, five thousand dollars a month off of display ads, which would imply yeah. an enormous amount of traffic 
Yes. And perhaps $5,000 times 24, which, which would be maybe what we would buy it for, is a lot of money. So mm-hmm. most people couldn't afford it. Sure. And so I think something like that, you buy, you tear the ads down, you add in affiliate income, and I think like the business itself would be worth like, you know, 20 a month or something. Because to earn five a month in display ads, like the, the traffic yeah. must be insanely high. And obviously the, like, it wouldn't be an Amazon site. I mean, it could be. I, I, I think that it would really? still be more lucrative. Do you know I heard a, a stat or a, a formula? No, I don't know what the fuck this is called. But basically, uh, with, with an Amazon site, that for every 30,000 page views, you should be earning $1,000. You had said Did that. Did you talk about this before? I, yeah. Yeah, you, you told me. And, and I think that's like a pretty solid barometer. But yeah. Of if you are doing like decent, but that's such a big number mm. 30,000 page views a month, and you're only getting 30. I mean, that's basically Brew Cabin. Brew Cabin has been around for a year. Now, here's the thing Brew Cabin's been around for a year, not an aggressive content strategy by any means. Um, a, a single person could do it, mm-hmm. right? Earning an extra thousand dollars a month to a lot of people. For that minimum amount of work, it's not bad. You know what I mean. Dude, this this is the thing, and and I I I make no money from like getting people to like start businesses, but yeah. um, from what we know and from essentially like what we've conveyed with Ahrefs on the show. I mean, like yeah. literally, if if you took your course, like base level stuff, and mm-hmm. I I think they found opportunities. I think that you can build something that. Brings in thirty thousand people in under a year. You mean the SEO course? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, that's what I mean. It's like, yeah, I think now more than ever, and skewing towards that. And we were talking about this before. Is that like, um, acquiring thirty thousand people a month? I do not believe is challenging. Yes, if if, I, if I, you I follow a data driven approach using ARFs, and I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know of an equivalent to ARFs that would do better, but yeah. Yeah, just basically going after keywords that people are actually searching for, writing really good content with a very fast and attractive website. That's the formula for every, you know, and I and for 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 affiliate stuff, I say it's trust and traffic. That's really it. Mm. You got traffic, your site is trustworthy, which is like, hey, it loads fast on a mobile device. It looks professional, like it looks like, oh, I would, you know, I can trust this website. You're transparent with your affiliate links. You say, hey, we recommend or I recommend X. Like, those are the only two ingredients you really need for affiliate marketing, mm. at least in my opinion. And it's like, how do you replicate that? You're, you are essentially replicating that model across multiple industries as a way to diversify. Right. I only have two. You have more than two. I mean, you have about two or two. You have about two. Yeah. I mean, two worth yeah. just talking about right now. Two, yeah, right. So same. Two worth talking about. And then we are like w- with uh, with me, it's like I want to create digital products to sell on top of affiliate stuff. So it's like it doesn't take away from my affiliate income. It's not like I'm replacing mm-hmm. it. I'm supplementing it. It's like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, I want to uh, you recommend pool shock. Great. I'll buy that pool shock. But I need to know how to use the goddamn pool shock. So sell me the thing that teaches me how to use the pool shock most effectively, which is essentially what I'm doing. And that's essentially what I'm going to do at Brew Cabin as well. It's like, hey, I am selling you 
here's the kettle that I use. I love this kettle. It's great. You have here's the ability how to, use the to produce those things, though, which is not sure. what everyone can do and may often involve many more people than like just mm. you or you and Stephanie. Mm. And so like, and we we're actually having a conversation before I, you're, you're like I, more, the more I think about it, you're scratching the surface of your monetization because you're just looking within instead of externally. Right. Which is, a, which again, this episode that we were going to record today was essentially going to be that mm. is how much, and we were trying to figure this out last night. We couldn't, which is why we've, I wouldn't say we settled on this episode, but it's just like this episode's more timely and we needed to talk about this. But the idea that how much you as a business owner are stopping the growth of your own company because you can't do something or don't want to do mm. something. So for example, we were saying like, I... You are technically good at selling sponsorships on a podcast. Like you are a good salesperson. Unfortunately. But the unfortunately, the Venn diagram of you like being good at something and wanting to do it is like there it really there's no overlap, mm. right? It's like if there were, you'd be like, "Oh, I'm a salesperson. That's what my that's what my existence is." But you're an entrepreneur, and when an entrepreneur wears so many different hats, it's like, what do you do? You know, it's like, I don't want to spend all my time selling fucking podcast ads. Mm. And then if you hire somebody to do that and it doesn't work out, it's like, well, who's the problem? Is it them or is your process suck or does your product suck? Anyway, we were trying to figure it out and like we kept going down these loopholes. And so we, we are, we're going to do an episode on that. So that's more of a teaser than it is a, an actual like conversation I want to have right now. But you know, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, so I, I just, I, you know, I wonder how much I get in my own way mm. is basically like trying to figure out like with swim university, like, yeah, there's a, so many opportunities for swim university, but it's like, I don't want to do it. And that kind of just, the conversation just fucking stops. You know, it's, it's interesting and not to like super derail, but like, uh, when, when I was building listen, money matters. And I, mm -hmm. I mean, I was there for a lot of when you're building swim, you like, it's just like this single focused dedication towards, yeah, this like one singular one thing. And yeah. And it is so like listen, my matters is only successful because of that. Really. Yes. I believe. And I would imagine I believe too. Yeah. The same with Swimu. And mm -hmm. now like I am all over the place. But right. because I'm riding on past success that I, doesn't require that much time to grow, you know, past right. success. And and it's just uh there are there are many things that I do that actually set us back as a result yeah. of trying to be more broad, you know? Yeah. God, that's an episode. Yeah, okay. Deal. Yeah. The, 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 the many hats and perhaps the, the, the wearing of many, like, like, yeah, we, I envy people who have one fucking website yeah. and that's all they focus on. And it's like every day they're just trying to figure out how to push it further, how to push it further. Right. I envy those people, you know, and I've, and I've since kind of like, you know, deducted myself, like by selling roasty, it was like, okay, dude, like you were trying to build this huge thing. And while that is a very po a real possibility, like you, me personally, like am not happy with the managerial position of, of running all of these engines. Like, I'm just not happy. I'm happy when I create. 
So like while I'm in my brain, I'm kind of like, okay, how do I set up my life to just produce content and products and affiliate links and manage all that stuff with Money Lab? And I also want to do it with Brew Cabin. Swim University, I have to figure out a way to like kind of turn it into an automating an automated machine. And what you're essentially trying to do is like I've like automate list of money matters and then replicate the model, which is very possible. I know a lot of affiliate marketers, and this is sort of like we had so many conversations about Lasso and how we were going to like price it and all this stuff. But and there's more conversations that we need to have before it gets launched. But essentially, we realized. There are very few people, or at least I realize, and this is more anecdotal, but I've, I'm like, wow, I don't really know anybody who has like one affiliate website and that's all they do. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I, oh no, I make all of my money because I have one site that makes all of its money through affiliate links. And that's it. And I'm happy the and I'm good. People who are successful have this personality type that I think like winds up pushing them to create multiple things because they are yeah. creators. and Yeah. Yeah. And so they end up having like more than one. Mm. It's like, oh, I have two, and they make up my income, or three, or some people have like 10, or like 15, someone in the like beta program, like, I don't know, 100. <laughs> yeah, like a, an affiliate program, like it, it's, or not affiliate, like, like they have a, a portfolio of websites, yeah. which is a whole separate, like, group of people, which I, I know a lot of those people who, like, that they collect affiliate sites the same way that, like, you collect stocks, mm. you know? I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, is there anything else we should mention before? Uh... I'm really excited for these other episodes. That, that <laughs> I feel like we alluded to like five. That uh, that's good. Yeah. I mean, that's called making content. Right. It's called being creative. That's what we do here. I want to thank Muhammad Al Tahani, I believe, or or Tahani, or Al Tahan, or Al Tahani. I am uh, not good with names, but uh, thank you for sending me my new middle name, Donald Duck. I'm trying to... Uh, can I do the voice? I think I can yeah, do it. do it. <laughs> Is that good? Yeah, that was pretty good. All right, all right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm not really... Uh, again, not really good at this stuff. Uh, of course, I want to thank you, Andrew, and my Andrew, for joining me on this and every episode yes. of Money Lab. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Head over to moneylab.co to read more about our business experiments and challenges and email money... Email. Email matt at moneylab.co with topics you'd like us to discuss on this show and feel free to send me a new middle name suggestion. I read a new one every single episode. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And when you do, leave a review. And I mm. and I hope you listen to the end of this episode for that just that one thing. Because <laughs> to hear it for the 50th time and then do it. Yeah, the reviews are apparently very important but we are starting to rank up on uh on itunes yeah 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 and i am and i'm gonna uh try to go on some other podcasts and promote the show so i think that's the move we're gonna try it out all right that's it thanks for listening bye-bye Please tell your friends about this show. <laughs>